this is Kenya, and welcome to my magical cottagecore life. Today, we're going to continue our journey in the food. And I did say we were going to talk about plants today because we were talking about a lot of seafood lately. So I'm kind of talking about a plant and seafood. We're going to put them together. Woohoo! Okay, I know, I know. You're like, what? No! Trust me, it's gonna be great. It's gonna be a good time. But if you are allergic to seafood, this is not the episode for you. If you are a vegan, this is not the episode for you. I would recommend listening to some really good podcasts on this particular you know, platform until you can come back to the next episode or maybe listen to an older episode. I'm usually pretty good about saying what they contain, so you should be able to enjoy them. Also, this is something I want you to consider. While you're listening to that other episode, you can think about drinking coffee brand coffee. Look at that, I'm pitching my affiliate status already, but I am an affiliate of coffee brand coffee. It doesn't have any gimmicks, they are not political, simply homegrown American-made coffee. And when I say American-made, I mean as far as they roast it here, they grind it here. They're not actually growing it here, but you know what I mean. They're making the coffee. They're flavoring the coffee. And they have really great flavors and really great prices. And they have a money-back guarantee to an extent. I mean, you know, you have to return the content if you really wanted to. And I've never returned any coffee to them. So, you know, take of that what you will. But before we go any further, I want you to open up your big book of stuff and turn to the section on seafood and vegetables, because today we're going to learn how to cook something special. Have you ever heard of scallops? I don't mean scalloped potatoes. I mean scallops. As in the shellfish scallops. If you have, then you already know where this is going. If you haven't, well then this is something new. The scallop is actually, I believe, a mollusk? Let me think. Hmm, yeah, 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 they are. Yeah, I had to think about it. Scallops are mollusks, and I did double check that earlier, but I wanted to make sure. And they're they're kind of small, and they're kind of cool. But you might not know, even if you know there are scallops, that there's different kinds of scallops. And in the, the grocery store, you may be given a choice, if they tell you, between bay scallops and sea scallops. And for today's recipe, we're going to be talking about sea scallops because they're different okay and we're not even using regular scallops we're using dry scallops and again if you go to the grocery store they may not tell you what kind of scallop you have and they probably aren't offering you dry scallops unless you request them dry scallops are preserved in a way that do not that does not use the artificial preservatives so they're a little bit different okay uh, they will appear brownish. They'll be a little tan, okay? Do not be afraid of them. They are perfectly fine to consume and many people love them. 
So what we're gonna do is we're gonna combine them with a plant. See, I told you there would be a plant. So I said we were gonna combine them with a plant, and we are. We're going to combine them with a radish, but not just any radish. We're going to combine them with daikon radishes. All right, so if you've never seen a daikon radish, get ready to be shocked. Think about a regular radish and take off the red, if you have the red radishes, and stretch it way out long and make it really wide. In other words, a daikon radish can get amazingly long. I think I had one here that was 18 inches long in the garden. They get scary long and they're very thick and they taste wonderful. One thing that the gardeners might want to remember is radishes are great for breaking up clay. They break up the garden really quickly and they're a lot faster growing usually than carrots. But in the case of the daikon, that's not necessarily so because it's a very large radish. So it's not like if you're growing your, you know, your breakfast radishes, it's not the same. Make sure you give yourself plenty of room and make sure you're going to leave them undisturbed because they need room to grow. And those are what we're using today. If you were to ask me about the nutritional content, I would say as a gardener, you would probably be well served to actually grow a small patch of daikon radishes. You get a lot of food when we're talking about pounds from the garden because every year, you know, you should be estimating how much food you're getting in pounds from the garden or in kilos or, or grams or whatever, you know. I mean, I'm not the boss of you. I can't tell you what to do. I know some of you use the metric system. We use the imperial system here. America! Screaming eagle! But, but, but yeah, so it, it does give you more food for, these, for the amount of land that you're using. So it's just a suggestion. I'm not the boss of you. We can carry on with the daikon. Oh, come on. I thought that was cute. Very well. We'll move on. also need eight shiitake mushrooms and you're gonna sh you know dice them up and shred them up I don't make the rules this is not my recipe along just like you it's actually a pretty good recipe it's making a mess on my counter but it's a very good recipe and by now you figured out that I'm doing this and pausing and doing this and pausing so if you hear little skips in the, the podcast as far as my voice changing that's why but it does make a a, a large amount of workspace needed. In addition to this, you will need two Chinese sausages. Now listen, they did not specify what kind of Chinese sausage. So around here, we have a store called 168. I may just go there and say, listen, this is what I'm making because now I have to stop what I'm doing and I have to use, I don't know if the sausages that I have will work. The sausage that I have doesn't have the same flavoring. So I don't know. But today we're going to substitute and use what we have because we're not wasting food today. We're going to use what we have here, right? So I'm going to use maybe some of this uh, nine spice. Okay, listen, this is not going to be an authentic recipe because instead of five spice or whatever spices they were using, I'm going to use uh, my Mediterranean nine spice 
powder uh, seasoning as well as a little bit of uh, Chinese hot pepper and we'll see where we go from there. So we're gonna need a cup of water and a cup of rice flour. Yes, we are in luck. Um, two tablespoons of cornstarch and some cooking oil. I'm gonna guess you probably should be using sesame oil. You know, the sesame oil has that certain flavor. I don't have sesame oil, so I'm gonna have to change it up, right? So I'm thinking instead of, obviously we're not gonna use olive oil, that's not the taste I'm looking for. I'm thinking either avocado oil here or some sunflower oil because they don't have an oil taste of their own, so they shouldn't be taking it away from the food. I mean, they do have a taste, but not super loud, you know? This this should be fine. It's all fine. It's all fine. We're just gonna we're just gonna make our own version. We're also gonna need two tablespoons of cornstarch and some sesame seeds. Do I have any sesame seeds? I think I do. I think I have some sesame seeds. But if I don't have sesame seeds, I will toast some millet because I have no shame. And we're also gonna need some green onions and that I do have growing right now. All right, so now that we've substituted all over the place, let's get started for the recipe. I have to pause and now I have to just finish this whole thing. I will tell you how it turns out, but there's no way I'm gonna be able to do all this and be able to keep my momentum and focus at the same time for the podcast as cooking. So I'm going to finish up talking about the recipe and then I'll let you know if I think it's feasible to make these substitutions from, you know, you know what's gonna happen. But we're gonna see where this goes because it's obviously not the original recipe, right? So we're gonna see. So what you're gonna do is, the first thing you're gonna do is rehydrate your scallops and then you're going to shred them. Once you've done that, and you should have about eight or nine of them, once you've done that, you're going to have to wash and then peel and then shred your daikon. Now, this is what I didn't know when I first started trying to work with daikon radishes. I didn't know if I was supposed to peel them or treat them like carrots when they first come out of the garden and when it's optional. No, you're supposed to peel them. Once you peel your radish, you only need one. Trust me, you only need one. You're going to shred it um, with the grater. You're just gonna grate the radish and then you're gonna add the water to a saucepan or a pan and you're going to cook it on low for about three minutes. And once it's cooked, you're gonna put it to the side. Listen, you're not you're not trying to make daikon paste. Just just give it three minutes, no more. And you're also going to remove it from the water. Do not put it in an ice bath. Just put it to the side in a bowl. Save that water, you'll need it later. Now what you're gonna do is to the same saucepan, okay? You're gonna save use the same pan. You're going to add your oil, and you're gonna stir fry the rest the mushrooms. You're gonna stir fry the sausages. And the scallops, all in the same pan. But here's the thing, the sausages must be diced. So make sure you do that, okay? 
and you're gonna smell that oil fragrance from everything. You're gonna smell it. It's gonna come through. But understand, because I didn't use Chinese sausages, I had to use different sausage mixed with different spices. So this is gonna be a completely different taste than what the original recipe says. So mine is gonna smell and taste Mediterranean. Yours will taste, if you have Chinese sausages, like you're using Chinese sausages. So take of that what you will, and you're gonna pan fry those and stir them up, stir fry basically. And you're only gonna do that for about it's gonna take two or three minutes, but do it until you can really smell it when it's fragrant. Once you get to that point, you're gonna put it to the side and let it cool down. Now you're gonna need another bowl and you're gonna add the flour, the cornstarch, the salt and the pepper, and you're gonna use the liquid from when you did the radish, when you boil the rabbit, well, when you simmer the radish and you're going to take that and you're going to add it to that mixture of dry ingredients until you make a slurry do it a little bit at a time don't just pour the whole thing in because it will go very very badly just you know a little bit at a time add it until it's just enough for a slurry okay and and don't go overboard with this or you'll ruin the whole dish so just enough till it's nice and more you know moist okay no it's gonna be a little bit more than that it's gonna be liquefied okay now remember all the stuff you've got set to the side it's their time to shine mix in the radish and the sausages and everything like that put it all together and you're gonna mix this all up now comes the moment of truth So you've got your slurry and your daikon and your mixed ingredients that were stir-fried and you mix all of this stuff together, right? Now you're going to add it back to the pan. I know, right? That's why I said it's going to be a pretty big pan, I guess. But you're going to add it back to the pan and you are going to cook it. But you're not going to be able to cook it like a normal cooking. What's going to happen is you need to steam it. Now, if you've never steamed this before, this can be a little scary. Don't let it be intimidating to you. Do not be intimidated by it. The way that this will work is that in the pan that you, you know, cooked everything in, the very large saucepan, you're going to add some water, okay? And then to a smaller pan or a smaller bowl if you have to, but personally I think it should be a smaller pan, you're going to oil the inside. You're going to grease it up and you're going to put the contents, that whole mix, pour it in there and then put that in the pan with the water, the bigger pan. Then you're gonna cover it and you're gonna steam it. So you are cooking it in the pan, but you're steaming it. Now, if your pan's already got a steamer attachment, perfect, you're good to go. If not, this is how you're gonna have to do it. You're gonna have to treat it like a double boiler almost, but put it in there, then cover it up and let it steam with that other inner pan. And this is gonna take about an hour anywhere from 50 minutes to an hour or so. You're gonna to need to steam it that long until it's done. Once it's done, you're gonna garnish it with your sesame seeds and your green onions. Or if you're like me, with your toasted millet and your green onions. 
and I have totally Frankensteined this entire recipe. I mean, it's so sad. It's so sad. I have put all these different things together that don't go just to make it work. It kind of makes me think of um, Repo Man, the rock opera, because, you know, <laughs> substitutions come in a little glass vial, a little glass vial. Okay, no more singing because guess what? I'm not going to get a copyright strike. <laughs> so <laughs> less than eight seconds. Ooh, ooh, yeah. So, but in, and if you haven't seen Repo Man, this would be a great time to. Okay, so I was referred to this recipe because it's a really good recipe and it's made by someone named Karen. And I want to point out that all people who have the name Karen are not bad people. And we hurt ourselves when we hurt others. And sometimes using someone's name as an insult is really hurtful. So I want to thank Karen for posting this recipe to Cookpad and for my friend for finding this recipe on Cookpad and telling me about it because it's really good. Um, I don't know how this is going to turn out. I'm kind of scared right now. I'm, I'm trusting the process. I'm trusting the process. I know her recipe is good. I just don't know if my substitutions will work out. So I guess we'll find out on another episode. I'll have to remember to... Um, to let you know how this actually turns out with all these substitutions. But the funny part is, I can't tell you for sure a lot. I can taste it, but I don't eat scallops. So I can only taste it, but the people in the family can eat it. So woohoo, there's that. So I'll let you know how it turns out. Um, one other thing is that it's important to take time to share things like recipes or uh, clothing patterns or crafting tools and, and techniques with our friends and with friends, right? It's one of the things that bonds us. It's one of the things that gives the continuity of societal kinship a good, a good boost. So if you have a chance to share something like that, something small with other people, this might be your invitation to do it. Maybe, maybe the divine is giving you the grace um, to hear this message and do that or if I'm in a state of grace which I would hope to be and if not I hope I could be one day I would be very very thankful to be in a place to maybe uh, share this thought with you and you maybe find value in it I look forward to seeing you here again on my magical cottage career life until then take care of yourselves